What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. Now time for a very I don't know what Soul Hackers is about, so we're gonna go with a very Wang edition of Game Pass or Pass. The podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service tell you which games to pass into your friends and which games to just rip off Doom Eternal and pass on by. Wait, is that is that is that what I wanted to say? I am Corey. <laughs> I am joined by the Weeb himself. Mr. Soul Hacker himself. So how do you hack a soul, Basher? Uh, you have to be a uh, uh, an agent of Ion. And then, as the person does, you have to uh, create a link with them. In which case, you uh, experience some of their deepest, darkest memories, and then you give them an option to live again. And then you, your soul has been hacked. Uh-huh. Soul Hacker. All right, that's our episode. <laughs> um, if that sounds interesting to you, go play that. Uh, no, we're here to talk about Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition and Soul Hackers 2. Dual episode for you. Basher played Soul Hackers. I played Shadow Warrior 3. And in true tradition, true, true weeb tradition, you couldn't get me to touch this with a thousand foot pole. But before that, did you know that you can let us know what you think about Soul Hackers 2? or Shadow Warrior 3, or just send us a question, something you want to know about us. You want to know my favorite food. I mean, it, sounds, it kind of sounds like you're trying to date me, but that's okay. 
I'll tell you anyway, 574-651-9256. You can shoot a text message. You can shoot a voicemail, whichever your heart desires. Basher's going to start this one off with Soul Hackers 2. Here are the details. This is developed by Atlas, published by Sega, playable on Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. does have Xbox Series X and S support, as well as smart delivery, which means you're going to get cross, uh, cross saves. You're going to get cross save achievements as well. And uh, you're going to get Xbox Series X and S support, which I believe in this case is just higher resolution. Um, I, don't, I, can't, I couldn't find anything on frame rate, so be that what it is. Amidst the glimmer of neon lights, technology advancement causes humans to be consumed by commercial convenience. In the shadows, a war between the Yatagarusa and the Phantom Society is brewing. Nailed it. Devil, devil summoners who harness the otherworldly powers of demons. Existing in the secrecy of humanity's data, a digital hive mind has evolved into sentience ion. Observing humankind from afar. That was a really weird sentence. I feel like a lot of these are really weirdly worded. I'm assuming like a lot of these are just like run through Google Translate because Atlas is not American, right? No. Yeah, neither is Sega. So Ion calculates the world ending disaster is imminent and creates two agents to combat against it. Ringo and Fuge? Feig. Fuge? Feig? Together, those agents of Ion must investigate and prevent a butterfly effect that will lead to the end of the world. Finally, how long to beat? We're clocking in at 31 hours for the main story and 66 for completionist. Soul Hackers 2. Let's, uh, how about you talk about it? In preparation for Creed 3, Michael B. Jordan had Jonathan Winters. Is that his name? Um, why does that not sound right? But maybe it is. Jonathan is right, but Winters doesn't What's sound right. What's his last name? Maybe it is Winters. Anyway. He had Jonathan prepare for Creed, um, not just physically. Majors. 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 There we go. Jonathan Majors. Not just uh, physically, but also he had him watch some anime. And hearing you try to read and understand what the hell is going on in Soul Hackers is, I would say Jonathan got it down pretty well. You're you're still struggling over there. It's uh, (laughs) a... It's funny how they're all kind of the same, especially this game in particular. Soul Hackers 2, for a lot of people, came out of maybe nowhere, considering the first Soul Hackers wasn't even just called Soul Hackers. It was, it was it's part of the, uh, I think, a Devil Summoner series back in the day. So this came, so which came back, I think it came out like back in 1998 or 9 or something. Like it's super... This is super old uh, series there. And so it was kind of new for them to just kind of bring it back. And it's, it's changed a bunch, I feel like, from when I last also played to put, it. Like, out of all the Japanese games to put on Xbox, why this one? Because it is just Persona. Okay. And it's, and they clearly have put, have put on a bunch of Persona games. And Soul Hackers 2 is, is just more Persona. And... That's good or bad, depending on if you're a fan. Uh, it's a, it's a, this particular series has come back and it's taken on the form of the, the your, your kind of standard uh, Megami Tensei battle system where you have your 
4vx amount of enemies and all the enemies are the same enemies that are in the Megami Tensei series. You have all your favorites of you have your Lilith and your and your everything. It's all every all the demons that you've grown to love and know are all, all here. And it has the same systems of recruiting demons. However, this time you have to find them and speak to them on the battlefield. Uh, you can still fuse demons to create stronger and new demons while retaining and, and uh, forgetting certain spells and whatnot. It's not unlike any other game in the, the larger Megami Tensei series. And again, that's for better or for worse for me. It's kind of for worse. Why? <laughs> like, if, if all those games are the same, wouldn't you want it to be different? I think the I think the average fan would. I think you're more... And, and, and I would say that with any series in general, actually. Like, they don't want much change. When you bring back something that is 15 years old, I really want it... It to not be like the last game I played that actually is totally unrelated to this series. Um, Soul Hackers, like I said, is a is a sequel to Devil Summer Soul Hackers. It plays and feels more like it's a sequel or a spinoff to Persona 5. And, huh. and, I, and I already, pl- and, and, I mean, that game is so pretty fresh in my mind. So to play a to play another Atlas game and it's the same game. I mean, maybe if it was years later and I needed me a, a, a quick uh, Atlas fix, but at this point, I'm just kind of like, you just, you just dropped all the persona games. If you play all the persona games and then you play soul hackers too, it's a pretty, it's a pretty quick burnout. Yeah. And like, I guess that doesn't surprise me too much. Cause I think you said it before. I'm just like, Atlas knows their fan base and the fans of these games really like these games. Um, but so, but it sounds like this isn't going to be the one that's going to suddenly like, uh, I don't, know. I don't think so. I mean, like e- e- even yeah. the story wise, I mean, you start off with uh, Ringo and Feig who are like, like I said, they're at the top. There are pretty much these manifestations of, uh, ion. They're posted. They, they're sort of just kind of like AI, but given right. human form. And then and, and their job is to, stop the end of the world and and i mean that and that's sort of a common theme with the megami tensei games in general i mean me and snaps always joke like whenever there's a new shin megami tensei game it's like all right so uh we're going to uh level up and defeat god again all right cool because that's that's essentially what you do you just keep fighting god over and over again and this is not unlike that and where it's just kind of rinsing and reusing a lot of the old standard plot lines of uh, of an Atlas game, of a Persona game, of, of, a, Megami, of a Megami Tensei game. So I guess, like, why do you th- I mean, this is, I'm, I'm just more curious now. So d- did you play the original? Uh, years ago, yeah. So, like, 
did it end on like a cliffhanger or something? That were people like itching for this one? I don't think so. I think I think this came out of nowhere for the most part. Huh. I mean, super strange. It it still has that. It has the feel of those games, but I think it lacks that style of it. I mean, it's, it lacks the style and the like. The even the music is just not as good. Like I, I think I'm telling you, like you don't even need to play the Persona games; just listen to the soundtrack. The soundtrack alone right, slaps. Right. And Soul Hackers Two is missing that. It's missing some of that style that Persona has. It's missing some of that music that it has this really seems like a like a almost low like a more low budget spinoff and it's just not a lot of meat on the bones on this one especially when because i'm a fan I'm a, I'm a fan of the battle system a lot and it's a real great rock paper scissors battle system that's across all the games and once you once you get it down in one game it's kind of easy to get it down in other games that's still here, but the way it's presented is much more bland. The, the dungeon system in this game takes the form of a soul matrix. So if you want to get to know your, again, it's persona. So you want to develop bonds with your teammates. Therefore, that, therefore they give you more bonuses, more power-ups, more powers, more etc. And you do that by going into the soul matrix and therefore kind of going through their soul, if you will. The soul matrix looks like just this bland grid of gray on top of gray on top of gray. And it's just no style to it whatsoever. And on top of that, the music isn't slapping nearly as hard. And it just really just seems like a low effort attempt at a persona like a game i guess it's just kind of weird considering they make persona you know like it's i'm confused by it but it sounds like even as a persona fan you're not you can't recommend it kind of thing yeah this is definitely not their best foot forward and it's definitely not something i would say if you're looking if you're looking to get into this to the larger Megami tensei series this is one sadly i'm just like you don't it just doesn't hit like even the first one is different enough and it came out long and long enough ago to where it's, i think it's worth picking up and just kind of going through it whereas like th- playing this after playing a persona proper especially it's it's lackluster hmm. bummer but again just go play persona and that's on game pass right i agree yeah just at this Play Persona, and may, may, I might actually play through one of those just so we could talk about it. But yeah, like it's a uh, play Persona is like, a much better experience. I know those are the ones, and I, you know, I we've had this discussion too of just like pick one and 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 see how it goes for you. And I, I've debated it, but there's just this year in gaming, man, it's crazy. There's so much stuff coming out, like, and I'm not like I'm behind and all that. So, anyways, because of that. You couldn't convince me to play this. I played Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition. Is this the don't know. same one that I played years ago? When you say years ago, like... <sighs> I'm talking how, like, how maybe long? three, four. 
No. So, because I believe Shadow Warrior 2 came out in like 2018, if I remember correctly. So, I don't I, I don't know what the, the actual uh, release date or what the difference between Shadow Warrior 3 versus Definitive Edition is. Fact checking on my live air here. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, I don't, I can't even get like a good answer on what that is. So it includes the base game, OST edition, new weapon skins. So when did the original game come out? Uh, came out on, let's see. No, it came out March 1st, 2022. Okay, so the definitive edition appears to be the next-gen version. PS5 and Xbox Series X and S versions. So, I it's just it seems like it's just a next-gen update, basically. So, cause I, didn't, I didn't play the original Shadow Warrior 3, and that was because I actually played Shadow Warrior 2 on PC, and I really didn't like it. Um, I've actually played the original, like the original original Shadow Warrior, and I played that reboot that they did on Xbox One and PS4, and I thought it was pretty decent. Like, it wasn't amazing by any means, but it was a great sort of throwback. You really uh, didn't like games. Shadow Warrior 2? I did not like Shadow Warrior 2 at all. Like, I know why people did, but like, it almost takes that Darksiders approach of like each game kind of is, a, is its own little thing. And that original Shadow Warrior was more like a, a callback to those old school shooters, like your classic Dooms and the classic Shadow Warrior or, you know... Um, a lot of those Ion Storm games style. Whereas Shadow Warrior 2 was like a weird like looter shooter. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it just didn't hit at the right time for me. I did try playing it on console and that console version was was kind of rough. But I, I assumed the PC version was better. But at the same time, I don't know if I knew that. And it was just one that like I, I played it and... I just didn't, it just did not hit with me the way that it, oh, the see, other one did. Yeah, it definitely hit with me. I, I, was, I was a fan of Shadow Warrior 2. And I I think most people were, but I just, I don't know, like, I didn't go to that for its, um, like, looter shooter style. And, and granted, I am basing that off of the very little that I played. So I don't even know if that's even a focus of it, but I know that it was significantly different than that first one. Um. So I'm curious. So, what did you like about the second one? I like the I like the just the overall movement and how quick and the, the the fast pace it was. It was I mean the looter shooter mechanic wasn't great, but it was also it didn't it didn't distract as much as as much as it distracted from certain aspects. I can get through it, get past it. So I'm gonna look up a video here real quick of Shadow Warrior 2 as well. I'm talking about it. Um because like I said maybe I just missed the boat on that one. Um and then the sword play was I mean, like again, I don't like melee combat in a first person shooter, but I mean their sword mechanics was over the top nonsense. I was a, I was a, I was a fan of it. It's nice and bloody and it wasn't as uh uh visceral as I would like it, like in terms of like uh connecting with enemies. But the enemies reacted to like those shotguns and those and those and those bullets pr- uh, pr- pretty well. I remember. And that's where like so that that first game was was rough in terms of like that stuff. Like it worked, but it was like a thirty dollar game. You know, it was not a full price title, so you know you would kind of expected it to be a little wonky. It was kind of like in that serious Sam territory, not the bad one. Um, you know of 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 gameplay, and so. I didn't really know what to expect with Shadow Warrior 3, but what you get is like 
it, it's kind of like a Doom Eternal meets Shadow Warriors thing, and and I don't, I like it, but I I people seem to not like it, and I, I didn't discover that until after I uh, played it, kind of thing. But I was kind of into it, like it's it's kind of weird. So you've obviously got your sword play and you've got your gun play, and it it's not very long. It's only about a five to six hour game, and you start out and you just have a sword and a pistol, and and you just kind of go from there, and it you sort of build on it the exact same way you do in doom eternal where there's glory kills however they are far harder to do you are not getting health and ammo from your glory kills like basically if you kill somebody with a sword you get ammo if you get if you kill them with your gun you get health and so it's this six hour sort of romp to where each about every 20 to 30 minutes you're being introduced to a new enemy and then you get a new gun, and then eventually at the end you've got your full arsenal. You know you've got your rocket launcher, you've got your grenade launcher, you've got your sword, and then eventually you can power up your sword with fire mechanics or electric mechanics. And then you get your um, your rail gun, and then you get your machine gun. So like it doesn't do anything um, in terms of like first person shooters, like anything that you would say that's brand new, except that it it takes some of the Doom Eternal mechanics and flips them on their head. And I think kind of the the coolest thing that they do is that they kind of give the glory kills meaning and that you don't do them that often. You probably only do them about once or twice every kind of, uh, eh, that's probably not fair. Probably like four or five times per level. And when you do that though, if you kill a higher up enemy, you actually get a weapon for them, like from a limited time. So like there's an instance, I don't know the names of any of the weapons, but there's this one that is a, uh, it's like a big butcher looking thing. And he carries around this big, axe basically and when you kill him you take his axe and then for about 30 seconds every every time you press the attack button you do like a really powerful attack that kind of shakes the ground around you and it, it's like a 30 second like berserker mode basically i'm not a fan of that there's another yeah there, there's another one to where they're um kind of looks like a uh not a xylophone what are those things called that what does steve urkel play what's that thing called accordion accordion yeah they're like there's the like those chinese accordion looking things those like lanterns chinese lanterns one of the enemies looks exactly like that. When you kill it, you get a, a machine gun that shoots little rockets out, basically. Um, and it look, looks like fireworks kind of thing, but they're, they're very devastating. And then, so it, every single of those those higher up enemies, like, there's one of them that's really cool. Like, it's it basically has, like, this cord, and then you basically hop in and you rip out the cord. And when you throw it, it basically pulls everything in kind of like a black hole, and it kind of just destroys everything in that in that moment. So, like, whenever you do one of those glory kills and you get those weapons, you get, like, 30 seconds of being awesome. And that's really cool. And that, that, that's a really unique way to sort of turn, you know, the biggest criticism about the glory kills in, in something like Doom Eternal is that I'm doing them too often and you're forcing me to do them. They are not required here by any means. You can still get through the game without using them. You get your armor and your ammo through just regular killing. And those are kind of your bonuses. So it, it, it sort of fixes that issue. Um, that people have with Doom Eternal. But again, it's not, it's clearly pulling from that. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Doom Eternal fan, but it's very clearly pulling from that. I mean, I think it's and been doing it even, I mean, uh, the the glory, I mean, it's been, I think the Shadow Warriors, since Shadow Warriors 2 has been doing that. I mean, uh, in, in a sense that the over the top, uh, get into the action, stay into the action, and just balls to the walls, just mayhem. I think, I, I, it's, it's an aspect of the game that I, that I liked. Um, and then question, how is the humor in this one? Cause it's some ridiculous humor. Or if I remember correctly. Yeah. So it's, it's still there. Um, Wang is, is still doing his one liners. He's still doing the, uh, you know, 
making the bad jokes, all that fun stuff. Uh, he's not as talkative as he was in the first one from my recollection, which is probably a good thing, honestly. Um, you know, there's only so many Wang jokes that you can make before it gets a little redundant, but the story is it's, it's pretty funny. Like it's, it doesn't take itself seriously. That first game kind of took itself a little too seriously, but this one is far more just like, it knows what it is. It knows it's being ridiculous. Um, the, the whole game, you're kind of chasing this giant dragon and it's, it's very over the top. Um, and your, your moment to moment gameplay is basically, it's got a little bit of that uh, Ghost Runner vibe to where you're running on walls and you're, you're you're doing some platforming and you're trying to nail jumps and dashes and then you're going to a small arena, kind of rinse and repeat. It's it's not it's nothing too flashy. It's not going to change the world in terms of um, longevity, but because it's only a five to six hour game and you're constantly either coming against new enemies or getting new weapons or upgrading your weapons, like it feels fresh from start to finish in that aspect of you're not just doing the same, like you're doing the same thing, but you're able to, to, to mix it up a little bit. Um, and that was kind of my problem with the first one was, is like, it was a little bit longer. And by the end, it's like, you didn't really have, uh, your goal didn't really change and you weren't getting upgrades fast enough to, to make the game feel different. Um, and then like the looter shooter aspect is completely gone. There's none of that in here at all. You're not changing weapons. You're not equipping, um, you know, buffs or, or whatever. See, I'm not. I'm not get... mad. They tried. I'm not mad. They tried it. I, I think. I think it's an upgrade or a better uh, mechanic to kill, kill a, kill something and just get its upgrade for a while. Yeah, it's. I didn't get terribly far into uh, Shadow War Two. It was only about two or three hours, but I just something about the way that they did it. I was just like, I don't. I don't need this. I do not need this in this game. Kind of thing. Um, Maybe it got better along the way. Maybe it just hit at the wrong time for me. But the fact that all that stuff was, it was just gone. I couldn't, I won't say I couldn't be happier, but I was just, I was completely fine with it. I was fine with it just being more straightforward about the action being over the top and having fun with it. Um, It's not, like I said, but it's not a 10 out of 10. It's a solid eight out of 10 style to where it knows exactly what it is. It doesn't overstay its welcome. And for the most part, it, it runs pretty well. There is a performance mode or a, um, fidelity mode each one runs fine um it's you're probably going to want to go to performance mode the 30 frames is okay but 60 frames is just with the game that goes this fast you definitely want to you know prioritize that feel of the gameplay versus how, how pretty it is uh clear and honestly you're moving so fast you like you don't really you're not you're not paying attention to the environment that much if that makes sense so i don't really have much criticism to it other than like it's it's got that Wolfenstein two problem of sometimes you just can't tell when you're being hit, and there's some of lot, those bigger enemies. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on at, at certain times. Uh, it was before yeah. anyway, and you didn't realize you were getting hit. And then there's so many colors and stuff on screen where there, there were even times where I, where I would question if my shots were connecting, like it, from certain distances, just because everything just kind of turns into a, a light show. I feel like at some point. Yeah, it, it can kind of get that way because you're usually like when you're near the end of a level, it will just kind of like, I shouldn't say dump, but it'll start throwing the heavier enemies at you consistently. And some of them are, you know, rushed down. Some of them are more distance based where they're, they're going to try to pick you off. And when you've got like literally 10 of those at you, like it can be really hard to sort of get your footing um, and your 
you end up sort of piggybacking on a couple different weapons. And this is this is not really a criticism, but more of an observation of like you can do the you can do the thing in the original Doom of where it's like I've got these three weapons that I really like. I'm gonna kind of stick to these weapons. And so like the railgun and the the railgun, the shotgun, and the grenade launcher were kind of my three that I rotated between. I didn't really use the machine guns that much. I didn't really use the pistol that much. Like those were the guns that I liked, and I would kind of rotate between them depending on what I was fighting. And it's it's got that flow to it. But, you know, it doesn't have it doesn't force you to play the game certain ways. So like you can kind of get that repetitiveness if if you're looking for the gameplay to evolve through leveling up and stuff, it doesn't really do that. Like the the shotgun, for instance, becomes like a full auto shotgun. That's really the the level process of it. The grenade launcher becomes a better grenade launcher. You're not doing anything that's going to drastically change the gameplay up, but you are going to feel more powerful. Again, I think if it was any longer, I would probably have a lot more issues with it. But I think the shorter runtime on this one actually really helps. That's what I like the same time. That's what I liked about two a lot. I I I got in, I got in, I got out, and it was enough Wong for those few hours. Right, and it's it's not reinventing the wheel by any means, but at the same time, like I don't think it has to. Um, it's not it doesn't look incredible. Like you're not going to like oh man, like yeah, check this game out. But it it's very solid. That's. It's best thing and it's weak weakest part is like it's it's good, not great. Um, but for a game that I didn't really again, after I didn't like the the second one at all, I was just like, all right, let's see what this is about. Didn't anticipate what I got, and I had a good time with it. And so I think I'm I would be on the side of, yeah, I think you should check it out. Like cause you don't really need to play the second one. Like the story of of Shadow Warrior is not going to you know, yeah, you need the full Wong experience. I disagree. Start from the beginning. <laughs> get all the Wong. You I think can. you can you can get enough enough Wang and Wong in your in this game for for everybody. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to see that this that they stuck with this one that that Flying Wild Hog did because like that original Shadow Warrior came out on it was like 2013 or something. So like 10 years, you know, like 10 years in the making. Who would have thought we'd be at Shadow Warrior three? You know, I, I hope it does well for them kind of thing because it, it, they're fun games, but it'd be interesting to see um, where they go with it kind of thing. But yeah, it, it's a cool game. Check it out. It's it's not going to blow your mind, but it's it's way more solid than I anticipated. And it, especially if you like the second one, which it sounds like you did, um, it might be worth checking out. But then again, like I said, some people really don't like it and I, I can't really put my finger on why. And maybe it is because it is maybe just a departure from that second game. But it seems like if that second one worked so well and people liked it, I feel like they would have stuck with it. So I guess I'm kind of confused. I mean, on... the looter shooter part was just just not well implemented. So, I mean, if enough people don't like it, then just by taking that out, I feel like you've made a better game. But then I guess I guess I don't understand what people's issue is with this one. I, yeah, people, so don't, I don't... people don't like this one? It's not that they don't like it. It's just like they're they're like, eh, it's fine. Whereas a lot of people that like the second one, I, I guess I just don't. The second one to me, like it was held back by those things. And if those things aren't here anymore, then theoretically, like I, I just feel like the core gameplay of the second one isn't drastically different than this one. So I don't, I, I'm, I'm right. struggling to find where the disconnect is, but didn't play that one. So it's, it's not, I don't say it's not kosher, but like, it's hard for me to comment, I guess, for that reason. So. But yeah, it's cool. Check it out. Not long at all. So uh, I can comment and say that the pizza version is totally fine. I uh, have no issues with it. And the console version, plan performance mode, it's, it, it's pretty good too. So, 
But there you go. That is your dual episode for Soul Hackers 2 and Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition. Uh, coming up, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm going to be playing JoJo's Bizarre... We will be playing that, yeah. I'm JoJo's gonna... Bizarre Adventure, yeah. I'm All-Star Battle R. I'm going to be playing that uh, to talk about it with you. Um, I'm curious enough that I want to check it out. But beyond that, um, I don't know. There's not. We've kind of blown through a lot of games this past couple of weeks to kind of catch up on the stuff that we missed. But yeah, did we? Um, uh, yeah, I guess we did. Kind of a clean house. I got. I got nothing left right now. Yeah, I can't even like. If I were to like go to the like the new stuff, like I want to check out that Hot Wheels game because apparently it's actually pretty decent. Uh, but like, I'm not gonna play Mountain Blade not because I don't. You know. I, I, I'm just not like I don't have eighty six thousand hours. <laughs> just not. Um, I'm not gonna play Madden twenty three. Like, are you gonna play Madden twenty three? I play Madden nineteen. I think it's the same thing. It it very well could be. It might even be better. I don't. Who knows? What I understand those games kind of like fell off the face of the earth. Like they're they they haven't been good for a while. Oh no, I I, I can attest to that as as an NFL two K fan. It has not been good for many 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 years. Was that the was that the first person one? Yeah, it had, yeah, they had first person mode, which was <laughs> hilarious. Actually, was it was it good? Like, it, was the first person mode good? It was fun. It was not good, but it was fun. Okay, if you had it, you should play it. It was fun. I've I've actually never played that game, but it, that'd be one that like I would download a a device that rhymes with Schmemulator and. Uh, just just to see what the hype's about kind of thing. Because I know people that like still stand by that game and say like it, it, it totally holds up. It was up. Yeah. the peak football game ever made uh, uh, in terms of a uh, uh, quote-unquote simulation anyway to the point where years later, like years later, like four or five years later, Madden was just now implementing features that that game had. It's ridiculous. Wasn't it also like 20 bucks or something? Yep. Which it, yeah, it, it it they 2K destroyed the market with that, and then the NFL and EA was like, never again, just never again. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you even attempt to destroy our legacy? So that'd be interesting. But yeah, like as I'm scrolling through like the the all games, you're like, I don't even know what we would play next. So we're gonna have to do some digging, find some games, and uh, go from there. Obviously, they're gonna be adding more games going forward but uh no i think, they, I think, I think they stopped adding games actually. it's done yeah, yeah. this is this is, this is done get. starfield will not be coming out uh they canceled it actually um instead they're gonna do killer instinct uh they're going all in on killer instinct <laughs> all right <laughs> um they're canceling halo uh perfect dark will come out fable will not it should cancel halo actually like it's, it's, wow it's kind of kind of done there harsh harsh but there you Bloody. go yeah so when it comes to the future we don't uh we don't know but we will see you soon right that's gonna do it for this episode oh you know what that that minecraft game is coming out and that game actually looks kind of cool what minecraft, minecraft legends uh, is that the wait it's rts rts you don't like rts's uh, it, well it's is it an rt it's it's weird it's like a it's a strategy game though I'm it that. looks interesting yeah i i don't think that i think that's out in april though so there, there's some stuff coming but in terms of right now we don't know but all right that's gonna do it for this episode of game pass or pass we'll see you next time with something something good day sirs